My name's Ivan, and I'm a scientist by day and a writer by night. And I'm Daniel, I'm a neuromuscular therapist, and I run my own practice. And you're listening to the weekly podcast, Journey to Wherever. Enjoy the show. All right. Right, take it away, partner. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode nine. You're listening to the Journey to Wherever. Hey, Hello. Ivan. What's going on, Chip? Good, mate. I'm very well. Good. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. It's always nice when I should probably sorry. Go. You go. No, you go. (laughs) I was going to say we should probably stop saying Happy Saturday or something because people listen to it not on a Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) So happy uh, Monday. (laughs) Happy Monday to all Tuesday whenever you're listening to it. It's always nice when I get that uh, text in the morning, like on the way, uh, getting a coffee break, and uh, I don't really do coffee, so Ivan gets me a hot chocolate, which is nice. What is it called again? It's the hot chocky. Hot chocky. It's got like the pre-mixed powder thing in the middle, and. uh, it's quite good, Nestle. Seven yeah. Eleven's on my on my way. I'm a fan of Seven Eleven, so uh, hit us up, Seven <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> How was your week, dude? Um, it was a bit busy. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. Um, Heaps of walkathons. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, how about your workshops, huh? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, right. <laughs> fair point. Fair point. <laughs> Doing a first aid course, <laughs> yeah. like you need to do that more. I know you have to. I don't want to, but yeah, I got how many it. have you done now? Yeah, too many. Um, yeah, no, it was good. It was it was busy. Um, I'm just looking forward to the end of the year. I think already. Yeah. Well, it's nearly December soon. But it's like, yeah, okay. I guess by the time people listen to this one, it might be like early December yeah it's true yeah, yeah fair enough you know so uh, I don't know I'm, I'm kind of I'm feeling the last couple of months have been pretty full on so I'm looking forward to just couple, wrapping it up just wrapping it up yeah, yeah. It's, I guess at it's, least work wise just so I can have some time at home even if it's like two weeks yeah are you gonna are you gonna have a break just whatever's in between Christmas and New Year oh okay that's alright when then. you take into account like Christmas New Year public holidays and stuff I've always just had that time off two weeks I've always had that time off yeah. I think when I I think the one year I didn't have that time off I felt just so out of place. Yeah. It was obviously years ago when before I even started uh, working in the industry that I'm in now, I was just like, I'll oh, just kill me now. I yeah. hated it. I did that once Something too. about working during the Christmas break and yeah. everyone's... Well, to paint the picture, I was working at Aldi, the yeah. superfood supermarket. And like I was in the Edgecliff store. Yeah. And people were coming in like, you know, to such... Last such clo- minute Christmas time. And- no, not even just that. It's just like... It was, I think it was, might have been just post-Christmas. It yeah. was like really sunny days and stuff. Oh, okay. And Edgecliff has got that, you know, it's on the, it's on essentially in the, nice, in the heart green, of rocky the... rocky trees. Yeah, it's in the heart of the eastern suburbs in, in Sydney. So, it's like the close proximity to all the beaches. So everyone's yeah. coming in singlets and yeah. and thongs and like, you know, just got that sandy look about them. Yeah. And I'm like in my Audi gear and I'm like, oh, fuck, just kill me now, honestly. <laughs> yeah. what, who, why did I even agree to these... Yeah. Freaking Christmas shifts, anyways. Yeah. So, oh, you got to do what you got to do. You got to do. You got to respect the hustle. Yeah, you, you do. The hustle. <laughs> what so, about you? Um. Yeah, like same thing. I don't. I don't necessarily want to wrap up the year yet because it's obviously like busy for me. But it's yeah. It's it's been a the last two weeks be a little bit taxing physically. Mm. But um, we'll push through. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. The hustle is real. The hustle is real. <clears throat> um. I got some nice feedback this week at uh, at work. I was leaving work and uh, a guy pulled me up just as about to walk down the stairs and he's like, oh, I listened to a couple of episodes of your show. I'm like, oh, thanks, man. He's like, yeah, it was really great. It was really great, you know? And nice. I'm like, oh, thanks. And I'm like, make sure you subscribe. Leave a review <laughs> <Yeah>. on iTunes. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've been getting So thanks for people who are listening. Yeah, I've been getting the same from certain, yeah. for certain clients. Like just, depending on what the, obviously the topic that we, we cover, I'm like, I think this will, I think episode whatever or this will suit this person. I just kind of casually Drop it slide in. it in and then they're like, oh, okay, I'll have a listen to it. And I'll forget that I've even mentioned it to them. And then they'll come around, you know, 
two, three, four weeks later and be like, oh, listen to episode whatever and it was really yeah. good. And I was like, oh, nice. Yeah, no, it's nice to get feedback. So starting off to a uh, a good a good first 10 episodes, I think. We're up episode nine now. Yeah. Um, about to hit the first 10, which is quite nice. Double digits. So. Double digits. Yeah, it's been an interesting time. Yeah. So I wanted to, we were chatting a couple of days ago about what topic we wanted to cover today. And, and I wanted to today um, talk about, I guess, mentors, mentoring, yeah. coaching, yeah. life coaches, all those kind of uh, um, holistic advisory type roles. Mm-hmm. And um, and I thought it would be uh, a good topic because I think we both have experience oh. in being mentored or mentees. I've got some opinions. <laughs> we got some opinions. <laughs> and before I kind of, uh, I've got I've got some bullet points that I wanted to, I guess, break down for those uh, people that are mentors or wanting to be mentored or life coaching and whatnot. So, but I had I wanted to share a story with you that I was that happened to me a few weeks ago. Okay. But I was like, oh, I want to tell Ivan, but I'm like. No, I'll save it for a podcast. This is this is the the, the predicament I'm in these days. Normally, when, I know. Normally, I, when I get these things, I'm like, I will share it with you. We're like, on the straight same away. wavelength, man. I but, was driving the, this morning. I'm like, I'm like, you know, I feel like we haven't had a lot of deep conversations outside <laughs> of the mic. We're saving because it it's the like mic. we get to say something, and we're like, oh, nah, we'll podcast. just wait. We'll we'll keep it for the podcast. <laughs> Which and now is it's weird just like, sense, but... hi. So did you post that thing? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's, so it's all business now. It, no, but it's good though. It's like, like I'll see you on the mic. <laughs> but I guess it's the reason why we started the podcast in the first place because we, we, we were having these conversations for, yeah. for like a decade now, and they're like, we should really like just I don't know, put it on a podcast, and yeah. So we're saving it anyway. Okay. So this thing happened to me. So tell us the story. So the story was, um, so it's, it's at work, and <clears throat> I. Uh, when was this? Probably about three weeks ago. So I've had this. I'll, I'll kind of paint the paint the picture. So this uh, this uh, guy now who's probably about nineteen, mm-hmm. uh, nineteen, turning twenty, something like that. And yeah. he, I've been seeing uh, him in the practice along with his father and his mother for probably close to eleven years now. Probably okay. eleven, twelve years. So he first started coming to see me with his dad because his his dad's. A, by the way, I've. I've spoken to him about this and I was gonna... and, and he's and he's like he actually encouraged me to speak about it on oh, the podcast. Oh really? Okay, he's a, good. I he's, feel comfortable now because as you're telling the story, I'm like, shit. Where's his privacy disclosure statement? <laughs> no, no. Have we got a PDS here? <laughs> like, have you got signed permission? What are we doing? No, no, no. Okay. I, I spoke to him about it and he's like, you know, look, I'd love to because he listens to the podcast. Okay, shout uh, out. Thank you very much for your listen and uh, and his dad us... and his dad listens to the podcast. So, Honored. Thank you. Very humbled. And there was like, I said, and he's like, uh, do you mind if I speak about it? And he's like, yeah, sure. Like, I actually want you to speak about it. And okay. It'd be good to kind of get some feedback if anything and kind of go from there. And he's obviously wanted to hear your opinion of it as okay. well. So he's been. He said his dad started to come and see me probably about um, I don't know two thousand eight two thousand nine. And at this time, this nineteen year old was about eight or nine years old. Wow. Okay. So he used to come with his dad because he was in the. He, his dad's a school teacher. Yeah. And he was in primary school at the time, and the, the high school and the primary school were like very close proximity. So when school would finish, he would go and pick up his son. Yeah. And then do his thing, and then he'd he'd have like, at the time it was like a weekly session. Yeah. With me, the dad. And he would just bring his son along with him. Yeah. So his son would, for once a week for close to 10 years, would be sitting in the practice room with me whilst I'm working on his dad, working with, you know, rehab and strengthening. and Listening to the weekly conversations. Listening to the weekly, weekly conversations, yeah. working the soft tissue, all that kind of stuff. So we've built, built like a, a, a pretty good rapport, uh, yeah. a good relationship over time. So fast forward, uh, you know, 
And he obviously used to come with his mother as well. And then as he got older himself and started to get into athletics and sport, he then he then became a patient of mine. Probably about the time he was about say 12, 13, Once you know the he got through those kind of adolescent type you know yeah. uh, growth growth issues. Yeah. And um, so we've built a fairly good relationship over the time. And he then it was about three weeks ago. We had a, he had an evening session with me, and he yeah. goes, "Hey, do you mind if I just have a chat to you?" after um after the session i said yeah sure no worries we're chatting away da, da, da. finished the session and he's like i could tell he was a bit weird like a little bit nervous yeah he's never been like that around me and i was like this is a bit strange but i didn't think too much of it i had no idea what he was going to say or whatever yeah and he's it's almost like at first it was like i was like i didn't i didn't know what to, to take and he's like hey look um you know um I just feel like lately I've needed a bit of guidance and, um, you know, obviously I've not got my older brother and my dad and stuff and they helped me in that aspect, but I kind of feel like I need a, you know, a neutral um, opinion and in someone that's not biased and da, da, da. I was like, okay, I, d- I still didn't know where he was going with this. And he's like, um, is it okay if I ask you to be my mentor? Oh, good, man. It's so good. And I was I would- like... I, I really caught me off guard here because yeah. I, I still feel at, at 32, I still feel like I'm, I guess I don't fit the, the bill to be considered a coach or a mentor because I still feel like I'm young myself, yeah. but I can kind of see where he's coming from because he's 19. Yeah. Um, he's in his first year of uni as an occupational therapist or well, studying to be an occupational therapist. Good on him. And, um, <clears throat> and he's like, oh, you know, would you, would it be okay if, you know, if you're my mentor. And I was kind of like, at first I was kind of like, yeah, okay, I guess. And then as I started to process everything, I asked him, I was like, you're, uh, are you aware of what, you know, a, a mentor is? I kind of wanted to see if we're on, on, the, on the same, same page. Pattern wave, wave and we'll obviously we'll discuss those patterns later in the, in the podcast. But uh, he kind of said the same kind of things that I would classify as someone that would be a mentor, mentor as well. Yeah. So organically, I just kind of said, "Okay, yeah, dude, I'm I'm happy to help you with whatever, whatever you think a mentor is, whatever advice or guidance or experience I can pass on to you." Even it still still sounds weird me saying it. I'm happy to do it. Yeah. Right? So then it was like really good. You could see he's like he's he, like this big of weight off his shoulders. He's like super happy. He's like, "Okay, cool." And he you know he showed me this book with all these bullet points and stuff that he wanted to work on. He wanted my opinion on. It. I was like, "Man, so happy to help you." Right. Anyways. This is where it gets a bit tricky, right? He yeah. caught me off guard and he threw me a massive curveball. Okay. Right at the end. And this is where it got a little bit sticky between us. Uh, not in a bad way, but we kind of, we've, we've chatted since, but I was like, still needed to process what he what he was saying. And he goes to me, um, oh, look, you know, thanks again for accepting to be my mentor and like, you know, from here on in. And I was like, yeah, no problem. And then he goes, look, you know, I know you're really busy and I respect your time. Yeah. So, you know, I, I want to pay you for it. Yeah. And then that's when I went, whoa, like, that's not my idea yeah. of a mentor. I think a, a, a mentor for me personally is something that is informal, something that happens kind of organically and it's not doesn't have a structure to it. Mm. And he doesn't necessarily want a structure to it, but he respects my time. Mm-hmm. And obviously, because he comes and sees me for his injuries mm-hmm. and whatnot, because he, you know, he plays, he plays soccer and and does certain types of athletics and stuff. But he's like, no, 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 I, I want to pay you. Yeah. And now we kept going back and forth. And I was like, I don't want to accept your payment for this because, it for me, that is the the line that crosses between a mentor and yeah. now a coach. 
Okay. That's how I see it. Okay. Yeah. So I'm still firm on not accepting payment okay. from him because because I've known him for such a long time. Yeah. You know, taking away the fact that he's a uni student and he's not really, you know, earning, uh, you know, he's got a part-time job and all that yeah. kind of stuff. I, I feel bad, like, sitting down with him and, you know, oh, this is how you do life. Oh, thanks for my time. Give me some money. It just... I don't me, think... If, yeah, th- this kid sounds like he's pretty switched on. He is very switched on. And I don't think he'd be taking it, that expecting that kind of thing from you. I don't think he's, like, looking at it that way. If I'm yeah, but for me, right. I was like, uh, I'm like... I just still to this day, this happened probably about three or four weeks ago. Yeah. About three weeks ago. I still am, well, I've got a firm stance on not accepting yeah. payment from him. So I guess with today's podcast, yeah. talking about mentors, I wanted to blur the lines or unblur the lines between, you know, mentoring, coaching, what is expected of, of each. I also personally wanted to get your opinion on it and the listeners out there as well, if they wanted to go, hey, yeah, take the payment or no, don't take the payment or give me some advice yeah. on how I should approach it because I, I, I care for this young man. I think he's you know a really bright, switched on switched on kid and he's, yeah. he realizes what he the help he needs. But personally myself, I, I just I can't accept I, payment I already know what him. the answer is going to be about the payment part. And I think that's already in the bag. So, and then I wanted to clarify no, you. three points. I wanted to essentially identify the difference between mentors and coaches, life coaches, business yeah. coaches, whatever. So, mentors and coaches. Do we? The second one. Do we need them? Do we need one of them, or do we need both of them? And the second, third part is when is the right time again for me? When is the right time to essentially consider yourself ready yeah. to be one? Yeah. So, so for, first off, let's, I know, were, and there's a lot at, out there straight no, away, but let's just As you of, were telling me the story, I had like these few points and I didn't want to jump in because it was a good, like the way you were telling the story was good. So first off, congrats, because <laughs> I think that's something that, you know, you should certainly be proud of that yeah. someone's approached you like that. Mm-hmm. Um, second thing is, is kudos to the young man who's approached you for that. He definitely sounds like he's switched on and he's he's got his head in the right direction. Um, and kind of stepping up and asking someone to be your mentor is a big step. Yeah. Um, and it's a big commitment that I think if you if you find someone who's said yes, it instantly gives you a lot of clarification and just gives you this confidence that you know the direction you're about to head is, I guess, more clearer than what you thought you could do it alone. Yeah. Um, as for the payment part, You've already sounds like you've already made your mind up on that. I'm not surprised with what you said about you not wanting to accept payment. Yeah. Um, we can kind of discuss that as well a little bit, you know, into the podcast. I, I wouldn't mind breaking that aspect. Yeah, down you can because, break it down because yeah. I think there's there's certainly um, different models of coaching and mentoring out there as far as that industry is yeah. concerned. Correct. But what you're you've, explaining you've to me, I've that. got opinions on that. that. Yeah. But what I what you've explained to me certainly doesn't fit into that. Yes. So, um, you can see where I'm stuck. Right? I can I can see I can see where you're stuck, but I think you're overanalyzing a little bit. Okay. As well, fair enough. Fair right. Enough. So, in my opinion, um, the, you know, the, this this young kid asking you to be a mentor, I totally think it's a really good idea. Okay. Asking you to be a mentor is an even better idea. So okay. the the, the reason asking why, him asking me. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah, okay. You you you'd be a really good mentor. Okay. And the reason why I say that is because, one, you've got this strong rapport with this kid. Mm-hmm. 
um, well, I'm going to say, should say not kid, I should say young man. I'm speaking like I'm well, yeah. old, right? It's, but, it's um, weird because I say kid as well because <clears throat> I've literally been watching this kid grow from primary yeah. school so right say up young until man, university. Right? So. It's just, I, I just probably see myself as an old guy right now. <clears throat> um, you know, with three kids and stuff, but I still feel like a kid myself sometimes. <clears throat> um, but this young man's come to you and asked you to be a mentor, and I think him picking you, you know, and asking you, I think is um, a credit to his judgment that he's asked the right person. Um, and you, you've certainly built up an, a career and a business and experience and knowledge in everything that you do in your work, the way you communicate that is sharp as a tack, you know, your stuff, you have an ability to think laterally and very far and wide. You take in lots of different opinions. You can put yourself, um, on the fence and be unbiased and give both sides of a point of view. You can direct people without um, wanting to put in your own self-interest into it, so you do it selflessly, um, and I think those are the characteristics of a good mentor. Jeez, and the man. fact that you've turned around and straight away said, like you were shocked with the money part, yeah, speaks volumes to, I guess, your intent in this whole situation because yeah. it's very clear that you just want to help. And yeah, definitely. And I, again, I didn't expect him no. to to ask me. And then when he asked me, I was like happy. And then like ten minutes of conversation went by, and then he sprung the the payment thing, and I was just like, yeah, it just completely felt unnatural to yeah. me. Yeah. So I think <clears throat> um, you know, I, if I was in your situation, I don't know if you're asking my opinion. I, on I, def- it, I definitely am. I, I definitely am. I, 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 there's two things. If one, if you want to go down the route of mentoring, which I don't know if you've ever considered that. To me, it, to I, be honest. Uh, mentoring in my field, yes, yes, okay, but yeah. mentoring but not like in life general, coach, yeah, not like life speaker. coach. Again, he's in a similar kind of field to me. Yeah. He's an occupational therapist, but he wants to go more down the hospital aspect, yeah, of working in hospitals. Where I'm obviously I've got a, a clinic and private. You're practice. in the same sort of same field, field like helping though, people. Right. So but to like, me, that whole mentor model there, yeah, I think you're going to add value in other areas than that as well, just okay. because of osmosis and just hanging around, having conversations, and just I guess the value you can bring to a relationship. Um, but I, I mean, I personally wouldn't charge for that. Yeah. Me personally, yeah, either. I couldn't. I, yeah. You know, if you kind of ask an opinion, but yeah. Um, so how do I go about? Because he's adamant. No, no, no. I want to pay you. And we kind of left on this. We didn't leave on a on a. Oh, okay, fine. I'll, I'll you know, you know, whatever. Like we did. We didn't come up with a, a bartering type deal. It was more of a case of no, I want to pay you. And I was going, no, I don't want to accept payment. And we just kind of left it like that. Yeah. And we've got a relationship in a sense where he's not going to go back and be all sour and pissed off at me. Yeah. It's more a case of he's like, he's like, again, strong-minded guy as well. But he's like, no, 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 I want to pay. So it, we're at this loggerheads now. Yeah. So that's why I'm asking your opinion. Like, I know I don't want to accept payment. One, one, but I don't know how to con- want to continue to be his mentor yeah. without him, you know, paying me essentially so i just don't know what yeah. to do i mean know? look if he's adamant on it there's other ways that you can extend payment you could all instead of him directly paying you if you don't want to accept it you know you can always donate the money to something that's important whether it okay. be something like a, like a charity something or charity or something in your okay. field fair enough could be you know yeah. some people set up that kind of model I'm still taking money from him though but it's not though because it's your both having agreement that look i don't want to take it let's let's help somebody else in these two the three of us so i'll ask him to, for him to donate yeah, like or because yeah, once he wants is that that exchange of funds even though i'm donating could be. It, i don't know you know okay fair enough yeah you could you could donate it um or eventually you come to the agreement that you know, you settle it right here, right now. <laughs> no, honestly, that's um, why I brought it because I, I know you've had experience with this, and I, and I value your opinion, yeah. and I appreciate the kind words that you've said about my character. Um, so that's why I was like, 
yeah, I just wanted to, you know, because I've still, still to this day, I'm still blocked. I don't know what to do. Yeah. It, you know, so, so you're saying don't accept payment, maybe come up with an idea of deflecting that payment. I, I probably, else. if I was really adamant of not wanting to accept, my, accept payment. Yeah. I'd probably suggest let's let's look at a donation to okay. something. Because then I was thinking if I were to accept, let's just say we'll go with the hypothetical, even though I'm not going to do it, I were to accept payment. Would that be, would that, would, is that when my, my title is no longer a mentor? Am I now a coach for him? Am no, I a life coach of some sort? No. No? I think, um, and it wouldn't be a bad, I mean, if he's adamant that he wants to pay you. Yeah. And that's his way of giving back to say, I value your time and he really, really wants it. In some relationships, look, just looking at it from a trading of, of value of service, it's okay to accept a payment. Yeah. It is. In regard, in the, in the, I guess in the context of someone values your time, by them paying you, it also it also gives them, I wouldn't say the perception, but it, it shows them that there is value in the time that you're getting out of it. Yeah, okay. Um, it allows them to hold you accountable for something as well. Um, and... I guess it's just a value exchange. So yeah. it's a way of also for them giving back to say, no, I appreciate your time. Like this yeah. is, you know, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, there's, I, this, there's this view of like, either you accept payment or you don't accept payment is, is um, I wouldn't say sacrilege, but it's almost like you're kind of shunned upon if you if you take money for something in this world. Like it's okay if oh, you get I, paid I for think, some I things. I think people are, <clears throat> excuse me, I think people are kind of shying away. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I come from, I come from that era with yeah. you as well, especially with this whole advice thing. Do you know what I mean? I just don't want to be seen as the, like, I, not that I'm worried about the perception of others of, of him paying me. I'm not worried about that. It's more a case of, there's that real fine line between what I, what I deem as a mentor and a coach and coaching to me seems more more structured it also seems a bit more short term as well yeah like how long am i going to be coaching you for am i going to coach you throughout uni and then am i going to coach you to get into the industry and then once you're in the industry is 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 that where it ends or with mentoring how i perceive mentoring is like this thing is going to go until long term until essentially he he's maybe in his 30s and he's like Cheers, dude. Like, you know, it is it, it kind of like we'll always have that mentor type, yeah. mentor, mentee relationship. It might um, not be the same level of contact now as it is in a few years' time. I mean, in a few years' time, it might be a once a week or a once a month call to be like, this is what I'm up to. What exactly. are your thoughts on that? Can I check in? Great. It, exactly. it might be that in a few years' time. Exactly. And, yeah. that's, and that's how I perceive it. But To me, but, that's a mentor. That's a mentor. So I think that's the financial I, part, we, we, we can probably... I think you'll have to come to that agreement. You don't want to probably... I think no, there's no. more to this conversation than than that portion yeah um well it's an added this is why i wanted to share it yeah i think i think it. that's um <clears throat> that's something you, you're gonna kind of have to come <clears throat> to an agreement on no matter what which which way it ends up going yeah as for the difference between a mentor and a coach i think you alluded to that pretty well to me a mentor is someone that uh you you probably keep more long term. Yes. You know, a coach would be someone that you engage the services of to coach you in a certain level of agreed things. You say, right, these are the things I want to get out of it. Whereas a mentor, yes, you do that, but it, in some aspects, if that's what the person needs, but you also have a longer term relationship. It's something that they can probably check in and bounce something off you if they're having a little bit of a challenge here and there. Mm-hmm. Ask your advice <clears throat> on certain things. They probably look up to you a little bit more than what they would if it was a coach. A coach is someone who kind of coaches you through something, whereas a mentor, you might intrinsically look <clears throat> up to that person or what they've 
what experience they have, you value what they've done, and you kind of aspire to some aspects of that. <clears throat> to me, that's probably more mentor-like. Yeah. Um, and I, I personally have, uh, I mean, I haven't had a, a, a life coach that I've engaged in. Yeah. I've certainly began conversations around having a mentor before. Yeah. Um, but I also feel, sorry to interrupt, I also feel when, when you started your martial arts slash anti-bullying school, yeah. um, uh, all, even though some of those kids were coming to you for the, um, the curriculum, part. the sports yeah. part. There definitely was an element of mentorship in well, there. Well, there was because I remember certain conversations we were having, you know, how's, you know, how's business going, what's happening. There was times where you were like, you were staying back a lot. Like everyone had left. Yeah. And... You just know, having chats with Just people. having chats with them. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it became like a regular. So, like, um, they didn't ask you to be their yeah. mentor. But, but they then saw it as that. They saw it as that. And then they were just kind of, like, naturally, again, like a mentor, it kind of organically happened. Yeah. There was, you know, your class would go from, say, I'm, I can't remember now, say from 6 to 7.30. And then you found yourself from 7.30 to 8 o'clock having, like, a, a small a group of two or three students, maybe their mums and dads there, just having a chat about yeah. stuff. Because obviously a lot of your kids that came to you were kids that were getting bullied and yeah. they, were, they liked your program, obviously found something in you that they were like, I like how he delivers this. I wonder how he's going to live, deliver yeah. that. Because often you've got to look at it like people are, if someone's uncertain, they want to find certainty. Yes. And they'll do that by going to someone that they feel can give them a level of certainty. Yeah. And the person who can give that will be someone who's got the experience, who communicates that they have that experience well, um, that can maybe deliver on things that the person really wants. So they'll go to them looking for that level of certainty. Yeah. And I think a good mentor can deliver that. So yes, there would be times where that would certainly happen. Well, it became quite regular it, for you. Yeah. And, and I remember think- even speaking to Natalie, your wife, or you, you, since your girlfriend at the time, and she was like, you know, she was saying, like, you know, class would finish and Yvonne would have, you know, like this. Just a chat. People just, just a chat. Around. People would just stick around yeah, and have a chat. They'd to come you. and ask questions and have a chat. And what do you think about this? This is happening at school. Or and it has nothing to do with what they've just learned for the last hour and a half. Not it's, the specific techniques. Yeah. It was kind of other things. And then even after the school finished, it was a few years after that. Even to this day, I'll still have people write me a message out of an hour. Yeah. Now they're, some of them have kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they've, crazy, they've gone it? off to, to build up their careers and stuff. Um, and it's nice to check in. And to me, it's like there's probably an element of that was once my trainer or coach or whatever it is for martial yeah. arts. Mm-hmm. But you kind of have that friendship now where they can check in. And to this day, if anyone ever needed some advice or support or anything like that, they could always reach out. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the element of the mentor part. Whereas yeah. if you kind of have a coach yeah. and you engage in a coach, it's almost like something that you'd you'd look up coaches on Google or yeah. some sort of and a directory. specific coaches as well. There'd be a specific coach for business, life. for life, for relationships, Shit. whatever it is. Even just life like counseling coaches as well. Yeah. And I think that's where it starts to get gray and shady. Would it be, would it be fair to say that coaches in general, if you once you deem yourself as a coach- That's more of an industry to me. That's an industry. This is where I was getting at. Yeah. They're an industry and they happily advertise and accept payment. As a coach. As a coach. Yeah. And this is what I was trying to say to this guy. Yeah. I was like, that, that's a coach. And he's like, no, no, no. You're, you're, I want you to be my mentor. I said, no, yeah. I'm happy to be your mentor. But I don't think you understand yeah. the difference between. And I'd that's find where... more value in having a mentor. Yeah. To me, that's more of a tighter relationship, someone yeah. you can depend on. 
a coach. More long-term relationship. I think so, more long-term. I think so, yeah. Whereas I think a coach is someone you engage in because it's very much an industry. It gets very gray and convoluted pretty quick. Mm -hmm. I think there are a lot of coaches out there that are probably not experienced enough to be a coach. Okay. Which is a totally... Okay, well, let's ball, 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 but like going down the going from topic. there. Let's let's skip the second. And let's go straight to the third. When is the right time to consider yourself? Well, I, I think we've just with consider yourself a mentor or coach. But I think we've identified the diff, the difference between them. I in mean, when do you consider yourself one? I think I think it's safe to say that you're a mentor when someone asks you to be one, or you just naturally organically become one. I don't yeah. think it's like, oh, hey, guys, I'm a mentor. Come come and chat to me. Yeah. Whereas I'm thinking, when is the right time to consider yourself a coach? I think you decide you want to start to be a coach and you set up a coaching business. Yeah. And you Whatever that coach. coaching might be. Some people go and get accredited or certified in it. I'm not sure yeah. how you get accredited <clears throat> and certified in life coaching. Um, come on, expand. <laughs> um, I, saw, I, 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 saw, business, I saw the twitch in your or eye. Or business coaching <laughs> um, or financial maybe financial depending on the level of coaching you're giving yeah um but i think your point's right in you don't just say hey i'm a mentor now yeah. it's more of a natural thing someone asks you which is quite an honor that someone does that yeah and you or you might see that someone might need the experience if you've got the relation might need that support and you've got the relationship and you say look do you want someone you can depend on yeah and if they're like yeah i'd really really appreciate that it could become a mentor then that's right um, Again, an organic. It's an organic impromptu thing. It's impromptu. Type. It's very organic, yeah. and I think you get a lot of value out of that. I think you have way more value out of a mentor than I what agree. you do a coach. Yeah, and, and to be honest, I'm actually trying to hunt down a blogging content creator mentor now. Even though oh, I've been awesome. in the, yeah, I have. I haven't said I it think, yet. I think honestly, I think that's the best thing. It's one of my objectives on my on my tasks kind of thing now is to reach out and try and get one. Even though I've been in the industry writing for say six years, I just want someone like that so, so I, I totally I, so yeah. I subscribe to the idea I to, I'm, I'm even looking to find so someone how, now how so are you going about that like, I will are, be are reaching you, out and pretty much doing what the young man you, did it's, are you putting the word out there or are you reading other blogs and then associating yourself with the type of content that they're producing and they, you're liking what their they're personality yeah. their so their you're not just putting style. it out there no uh, you're, not putting I mean, like a, you're not sending out a tweet and going hey I need no, a mentor no, I've, I've kind of done that to kind of gauge where that where those people might reside so I said okay. look I think I need one yeah um, and a few people said go to this forum go to this try go to my page and sign up and I'm like that's more the coachy part. I don't yes. want to sign up to a program, yes, right? Yes, I yes. want someone. So this that is where it gets grey. It gets grey, right? And it's not because <clears throat> um, I mean I don't want to, and it's not because I don't want to pay. Because the the model I'm looking for is I don't want someone to, I don't want to be treated like I'm part of a, a blogging school or a blogging university program online training. You, you thing. want the exclusivity want, and the the um the one on one essentially the one on one attention yeah. that you may feel. They may have another two or three other people, but you want the ex- exclusivity of saying. I want more of that that relationship that, that relationship where yeah. you can kind of rely on them, be a little bit more open and transparent about my situation with writing and what I what I hope to get out of it. So to me, I, I totally agree with the idea of a mentor. I'm actually, as I said, trying to find one. Yeah. Um, but it would be someone who would have to resonate with me and my brand, my yeah. way of writing, my vision, my beliefs, my values. Uh, and to me, that's where mentor finding a mentor comes into play, which is yeah. clearly why this young man's asked you. Yeah, yeah. Um, as for... Coaches, 
Um, yeah, I don't know how far down the rabbit hole you want me to go with. Nah, one. look, I, I, I think, I think it's important that we do because, like, I'll, I'll kickstart it for you because I think I know where you're going to go with and it. And m- making sure we, if the, if the young man has questions or things like that, or if, the, if there's something we need to cover. No, that was it because I was going to ask these three you? questions, okay, and fine. then with these three questions, he was going to collate his own information and understand okay. where we're coming from. Cool. Okay. Um, uh, but I think- kudos to you, kudos to you, man. Like, I. I I respect you for asking. And you've yeah, asked a you've I asked did. a good guy. Oh jeez, man, <laughs> <laughs> I'm blushing now. <laughs> now nah, look, um, I I've again this is like, and I've got a, heaps, yeah. heaps of coaches that come to see me for my services. So they they've some of them have got businesses, some of them work as a part of a practice amongst other coaches, and and there's so many of them. There really is so many of them. I tend to align myself with the fact that. Financial coaches, business coaches probably have a space in this world. The only one that I kind of like have a, not, I want to say an issue with, but it's a a bit blurred is the life coach. Yeah. And I'm not, this is no, not trying to bag them at all. It's just, I struggle to understand whether they, are they a psychologist? Are they counseling? Are they performing a form of psychotherapy? Are they mixing a bit of mentoring in there? Are they like throwing a bit of their financial advice in there? It kind of seems like to me a life coach doesn't have, it's almost like we were alluding to it before a couple of uh, episodes ago about it being, the. I see them as the handyman of the industry. They're not really a specialist business person. They're not a specialist um, a, a financial person. They don't have a qualification in psychotherapy or counseling, uh, psych- uh, psychology but they seem to be able to give advice in this. Yeah. And if they're in their like 50s or 60s, again, without trying to, you know, categorize them into age, I kind of go, oh, okay. Yeah. It's when they're like a less than like 40. Where, yeah. And then I'm like, and then you end up finding out that, you know, um, not that you need children to, you know, have your personal development in, in able to give advice or you need to have done a degree or you need to have, you know, built a business. But I feel like when you dig down deep into who these people are, they haven't really done much about, apart yeah. from the odd job. And then they're all of a sudden, they're a life coach. So, let so I can me, see you twitching now. <laughs> so let me wrap it up you're, quite you're, simply like this, yeah. right? Go for it. I agree that there's probably a, a place for them. And life coaches? Yeah. Okay. So to me, this is, to me, there's a, there's a spectrum of where this sits. You have mentors then you have like coaches then you have like um probably like uh seminar type events and then it goes to the full extreme of like the motivational speaker full-blown multi-billion dollar industry that's one aspect i've completely that's the entire spectrum right yeah but I'll, i'll summarize it like this uh if you're if you are not in a relationship and you're not married, and you've never been married, I don't understand how you can be a marriage counsellor. That's Well, yeah, of course, 100%. I understand you can go and learn from the textbook, or you can learn, have lots of conversations with people. You can sit from the outside and, 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 and I guess, have couples sit in front of you and tell their stories, and you can kind of break things down and apply it to the tools and techniques you have. But I, but I find it difficult to understand how the rapport part gets built in if you don't have a relationship or you're not married to be a relationship or marriage counselor. Yes. I don't understand how a personal trainer 
that is overweight and not fit and not healthy can be a personal trainer. Okay. I don't understand how someone can be a financial coach when they're on um, social security payments and they've done a certificate in financial planning mm. and then they go and want to be a financial coach. Yeah, okay. I'm not saying you... they all have done that, but yeah, I've yeah, seen but instances there, where people patterns. have done there's, that there's before. There's certain patterns. So there's a prerequisite If you're to not this. financially very, very, very comfortable, yeah. I don't understand how you can be a financial coach. Yes. Right? I don't, I don't think it's fair to document your journey and then coach people along the way. Yeah. I think you need to have, I think you need to be able to kind of, you have, you need to have walked the talk yeah. and have experience. Could a financial coach be someone that uh, has done all that, but they've hit rock bottom, they've declared bankruptcy? Yep. Could they coach you on avoiding that path? Yes. Or would you trust? What I'm asking you is, would you trust them to be your financial coach if they're still on the on the on the path to building back up to where they were because they've if recently there is, declared if there's bankruptcy? A reasonable, or, if there's a reasonable distance away from that critical point of bankruptcy, yeah. where they've established a plan and a process and they're quite robust and they've yeah. challenged that yeah. process now. Yeah such that they're not going back and they're clearly moving forward, I think they can probably coach you in that portion, portion. of their journey. Yeah. But to go and start coaching you about options trading and puts and calls and all this other stuff, Okay. no. So maybe their specific type of coaching is how to avoid the fall because they've been there. Yes. So I is, think you should be coaching on what you've got experience in. So is there value? Okay, you just said now, like you don't want someone to be a marriage counselor if they're not married. But could they be a marriage counselor... If they've if they've been divorced, because there's value in understanding the fact that they've they've obviously been through a divorce. They understand the patterns that lead to it. Yeah, they are now divorced, and they may be in another relationship. If I was w- needing you- marriage counselling, I probably wouldn't go to someone who's divorced. Okay, it's interesting. So personally, I, for me personally, if I- someone's found value out of it and it's worked. Great. So if you're reading but the book, I'm talking of, about the book me of it's, personally. The reading the you know the cover of the book, you find out that this person, the marriage counselor, is divorced. I'd close the book. You close the book. Okay. I I would disagree because I I would see that they I would at least have given given the opportunity to listen to the kind of advice they would want to give on the type of specialty because I think with coaching, I would want some form of failure in their in their exper- in their life so that they know how to bounce back off it in that and context- then and then give you the whole hey look I'm a business coach I've got this successful business but I've declared bankruptcy once or yeah. I've have had three failed car wash businesses yeah. and now I've got this worldwide car wash business That's different though because they've gone both extremes okay. so if someone's divorced yeah. and they haven't never remarried in their relationships now they just they're just not in a solid relationship or they yeah. don't have a relationship right now. I don't understand where the bounce back's coming okay. from. Okay. I think they certainly have value yeah. in two pieces to a conversation. Yeah. One, if a couple was thinking of divorcing yeah. and they needed to find out the opinion of someone who's gone through it and was it a good idea or not, they could have that conversation. Yeah. But then go to someone who actually recovered mm-hmm. and have that conversation yeah. and then come together. Definitely. So I think it's portion- you've got a portion the things I'm not discrediting it's got value yeah. I just think it would have not as much value for the entire picture yeah. of someone's situation yeah okay I see do you know yeah. what I mean no no I see what you mean I, see what um, you mean. I was just like more so with me like that's how I see someone 
if I'm getting advice from anyone, mentors, coaches, whatever, I would want them to have me personally. I would want them to have had some kind of experience, failure, some experience. Of, yes, definitely. Because you think, can have experience, yeah, right. But if you've just had experience and you've just aced everything. To me, there's something unnerving about that. It's like, hold on a second, you know, you were, you know, like high school quarterback, you know, <laughs> you're the, you know, the, you're the prom king, yeah. you're the, and then you went into uni, you've become the doctor, you've become the surgeon. Look, they just aced yeah. everything. I'll, I'll Is there a- value in someone that's aced everything? Yeah. Do you want, ex- do you want life experience from the someone that's aced everything? Or yeah. do you want someone that's aced a portion of their life, but they've also failed as well. A hundred percent, because failures teach a lot of lessons. So put it into context, and this kind of bounces off the back of the last episode when I was talking about my martial arts journey, right? To me, um, martial arts industry, for example, is an interesting one. Yeah. it's There's this whole, um, um, what's the word, mantra of, you know... uh, Peace and don't fight. When you talk about the traditional martial arts, right? Yeah, I yeah. went down the reality-based self-defense side. It was like, if someone's in your face, get them out, right? And do it quick. Yeah. But I think the the essence of the whole thing is to try and avoid it and, and be quite peaceful, resolve it through talking and whatnot. But the, and you, that's kind of like the message that comes across. But then when you sit around with a bunch of martial artists... They start going down these stories of when they had fights, right? <laughs> the battles, the battle the scars, battle scars the battle and stories. all of these stories. And it's like this conflict. It's like, but hold on a second. You preach you shouldn't really fight and you got to keep away from it. But then you go and have all of these fights. And some of them are crazy, wild stories. Probably a lot of them and are it, absolute bullshit. To my too. point. Yeah. So a lot of it is probably, probably bullshit, yeah. right? But I think if you go and run a martial arts class, but you've never been punched in the face. Yeah. So you don't even know what it feels like to be hit. Yeah. To me, you kind of got to question, well, how much, how much validity have you got to say you've had a fight? Yes. So if you go and pick a martial art, martial arts class from a martial arts trainer, there's a good chance that 99% of them haven't had copious amounts of street fights. Yeah. I certainly haven't had copious amounts of street fights. Yeah. But I've had enough confrontations to learn the situation and kind of just break down the break psychology down of the what psychology it feels like and and, like. and teach the context of what that is. Yeah. So I think there there has to be some level of experience there that people have had, but you've also if someone's kind of trying to give you an entire lifetime of experience you've kind of got to question how much of it is valid yeah. and how much are they kind of just maybe thinking is what the best advice is to give, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you've got to get punched in the face at least once to your point about failure, yeah. but you're certainly not going to get stabbed 55 times <laughs> most people and then talk about a knife fight. It doesn't work like that, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, so would you want that per- you essentially? You want them you to want have the some of- battle scars. Yes. And some experience, yeah, right. Okay, I think good. that's important for so if you're picking a life coach, a mentor, or a coach. Yeah, or, and yeah. I think that kind of bleeds into the the industry of a lot of these motivational speakers and seminars and stuff. Yeah, and I fell, um, I fell into wanting to attend a lot of those in my early twenties. So I've yeah. attended quite a few. Yeah. And now that I've kind of gone on through life, because funny that life teaches you stuff, right? And I'm, I don't want to sound like obnoxious right now. It's certainly not like that. No, but you've I'm trying to come things. from a place of really genuinely trying to give people value. It's I've attended quite a few seminars, and I'd probably only say one, one or two of those figures in that industry added value. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, and I'll quite confidently say attending a Tony Robbins event added value. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've attended most of them. Yeah. 
bar one of his life master. I didn't attend that. But his Unleash to Power Within event, I agree. Hands down, I think everyone should attend that at least once. Okay. Not from a motivational industry. Just experience? The, the tools that are inside that, hands down, mm-hmm. because it's coming from someone who likes to break down, well, how does it actually work? Yeah. How is this person's belief system and personality and yeah. and values and like really being mapped out right now and, and re-correlated and, and just their life being changed? I'm interested in that. I think there's value in that. Yeah. But I think he's built up a very long career of experience. Yeah. I think he was quite early on in the industry such that at the time he probably was trying to get his own life in order yeah. and managed to help people at the same time, which kind of is counterintuitive to what I was saying before. Yeah, I was about to say that. But there is a very small portion of people that can do that well and do it very well because not all sports coaches played the sport. That's correct. That's right. Do you right. know what I mean? Yeah, and, but and they've been in it yeah. and they started small and yeah. worked their way up. And some people are just really talented. Yeah. Then they'll go into the situation, they'll take from it and then use that. That's right. Right? Yeah. Um, but I've also been to seminars where it's like, it might be a financial seminar and the whole entire seminar about making money. So the, if someone says, I'm going to teach you how to make money yeah. by running a seminar on how to make money. Yeah. You're in the wrong seminar. Yeah, yeah, that's how I feel about those kind of seminars. As that's well. just that's just how it is. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm going to teach you how to set up a business, and that business is automating a model that I'm about to send to you, so I can make money. Yeah. It, 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 there's something fundamentally wrong with that. That's yeah. See, that's that's the that's the lack of the inorganic yeah approach to it. It's like you're going to help people. I think genuinely either you either do or you don't. Yeah. And if you do. That's where it happens. And yeah. if you don't want to help people then and you want to keep it to yourself, which is there's nothing wrong with it, then that's fine. And, you know, alluding to your experience of like, like you just said, like some uh, you were saying before about the, the coaches, like in, in for example, in, in soccer, some of the best coaches right now in the world either never mm-hmm. really play. They've all, they've all played, but then most of them never played never at been such a high cup. level. No. Most of them haven't. And then on the contrary, some of the best soccer players in the 70s and 80s, they were just like Ballon d'Or winners, you know, players of the unbelievable. They terrible tra- coaches. They transition into coaching and they flop yes. badly. So you don't necessarily have to be excellent at your um, at your field to then be a coach because a coaching in itself is a skill as well. So yes. again, again, this is the the blur. The line gets blurred again. It's like to me somehow the only way I can sports is kind of this this outlier into this model. Yeah, it just is. Yeah. Um, I think if if a coach has been involved in the sport for pretty much their entire life, yeah, and started from little league and worked their way up, they've been involved. Yeah. They've been on the sidelines. They might not have coached the team from end to end, but they've stood on the end of the goals and they've caught the balls while the players shoot. They've become, they're, they're an apprentice they're, to the coach. They're an apprentice to the coach. coach. They've had their experience. They've earned their stripes. So yeah. they've been in the thick of it. They've, you know, refilled water bottles to setting up the cones in the right distance so that Correct. someone can dribble around it because they, they've just, they've lived and breathed it for a long time. You wouldn't pick up someone like me and be like, I reckon you'd be a good coach, Yvonne, because you can you can analyze the situation. We're going to train you on the, the rules of soccer yeah. and then let you be a soccer coach. Yeah, I, It's just I'm not intrinsically talented to do that. Yeah. And I'm certainly not experienced to do that. Yeah. Right? At least not at a pro level. Yeah. It's not there. Yeah. But, but there are those who have been in it that s- sports 
I think is just its its own little pocket. Yeah, but it do, it does transcend into into business. I think personally, it does because I've been I've been with certain uh, therapists and or even not even necessarily therapists, people in their field, and they're excellent at their field. But then when you sit down to them and you pick their brain. They just don't know how to give the information. Yeah, they might not make good coaches. They might not make good coaches. That's right. So the, the, I think where we're getting to for the people that are listening to this show is like it really it really is a task to find the right person because they may not be the most talented. They they might be the best at it. Yeah. But they might not deliver that that um, information that you're craving. Yeah. Well, I certainly think there are. There are there are good coaches probably out there. Yeah, I'm not discrediting the whole entire industry. Yeah, no, I'm just neither saying people need to throw caution to the wind and make sure do that your homework. Do your homework, homework. Yeah, and pick pick someone who's who's got some battle scars and some experience in what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, and with the homework aspect, I think don't look at it long. I wouldn't look at it long term either because, again, alluding back to episode two with the university degree and behavioral changes and how people just change in life. Um, what you want, what you think you want in 10 years time, man, and, the, and, and if you look at what you want in 10 years time and you pick a coach according to that, it, it may not work out either. I think what you said to before, it needs to be someone that is alike you, yep. that you have the same kind of, you know, rapport, banter, relationship. You just resonate. You resonate with, with them. Yep. them, not necessarily what they may give you yeah. later because they might give you what you need in, uh, in as a mentor or a coach in five years and then you might need to move on to another person. And that's the next, the next part that I want to kind of go into is you, I think it's okay to also change coaches. Yeah. Um, go from different... I think know, that's a given. If yeah. you're taking on a coach through a program that you're paying for, yeah, you will change coaches depending even, on what you need. I think even mentors as well. Oh, of course. You know, like I, I, some people might disagree, but I think it's good to have a mentor for a prolonged period of time. And if you can, then great. But if you feel to a certain respect that you've outgrown them, not necessarily on a professional level, but you feel like it, it, without sounding selfish, like they're not giving you what they used to give you, I yeah. think it's also okay to go... To still keep them in your life because you have to respect what they've done for you, um, but you can. You if know, you're keep- no longer getting value and the relationship is not, you know, exchanging what it needs to, yeah. it's okay to find a new mentor. Yeah. yeah. So the the essentially the last question that I wanted to get to was, do we ultimately need them? And if so, do we need the mentor? Do we need the mentor and the coach, or just the coach? I think that's a personal question for an individual. Okay. I would say I think there is some people don't need them. Yeah. Some people are happy to just do what they do because they're happy to just go along in life and they don't want they don't want to be mentored or coached because they're happy with the comfort level that they have and yeah. they don't they're not they don't want to grow but they're quite happy to just kind of manage that themselves. Yeah. Um I think people who tend to be a little bit ambitious or have a vision for change or need to stretch themselves and grow need some accountability they could benefit from one. Yeah. Um you know, as I said, I'm certainly trying to gauge getting a mentor for the blogging piece, so I can so I can bounce my ideas off someone who I can say transparently, this is my, you know, this is this is how my blog's going at the moment. I want to grow in this. This isn't quite working well. This is how can I set up that? Someone I can bounce off yeah. certainly has value. Okay. Um. And I think does you know does everybody need them? It, it, it's a personal thing. I don't. I don't think certainly everybody would need it. You can't. You can't blanket and say that everybody needs a coach. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, it's it's personal preference. But if they do pick one, I think do your homework. Okay. I 
agree, but I also, I yes, with coaches, I think it's a personal thing, but I'm the strong belief that everyone needs a mentor. I think everyone has a mentor if their childhood growing up is okay anyway because parents it, are mentors Yes, but to I, an extent. I, yes, they are, but I think you need someone other than your parent. I, I, I think your parents, most parents are either going to be ultra tough on you or they're going to tell you what you like or they're going to give you a mixture of both. I need someone, I think personally you would need someone that's transparent, someone that's going to give you, I guess, constructive criticism, someone that's going to tell you not necessarily what you want to hear. I think parents should do that in general. But I most parents that, don't, though. I know, but that's because a challenge prob- to parents. They're I think probably par- juggling because they're, they're parents. Well. They're, they are parenting. And if, they've, if you've got other if, siblings... If they're, if they're not being honest, it's out of their own fear. Yeah, right, that's for, right. For themselves. But I think that all parents should play that role. However, the reason why it's probably not super effective is because... You're inherently a parent, so the rapport there it's and the just different. it's just a different, a different dynamic between a child and a parent. Yeah. Sometimes you need that unbiased look for that reason. For that reason, that's, it could be valuable right. to have a mentor. For that reason, and, and however you however you uh, find that, I think I think it has it definitely has value. To yeah. It. yeah, and and some people will benefit from having someone face to face they can visit. Yeah, it might be a phone call, it might be a, a an email a, or a text. I think you need a mixture of all forms of communication. But for some people, even if they don't, they might just have a favorite author or a favorite whatever that mentor is movie maker and they just follow that person's journey for life they like what they put out and they aspire to live their best life based on what they're absorbing from the creation of somebody out in the world to me that's also an unofficial mentor kind of yeah the the old word was before you know i mean we said the word hustle before but i kind (laughs) of say it tongue-in-cheek as a joke but before the words hustle and like um you know um, coaches and this was cool. it was like who's your hero growing <laughs> yeah, up you just like right. write little essays in primary school who's your hero who's, who's your, your icon who's your, your idol, idol yeah, right yeah. those were the words well, see, th- and that was your kind of north star that was your mentor but you never got to meet them it's just social media and the accessibility now allows you to DM or reach out to someone and say hey I really like what you're doing Yeah, I really respect what you're doing I'm in a similar situation to where you might have been 20 years ago Yeah, I'd really value having you in my corner to say, do you mind kind of giving me a bit of advice every now and then? Do you mind if I bounce a few ideas off you? I'm struggling with these and I really respect your experience. Yeah. I'd really value your opinion. Yeah. In that situation, do you mind if I, you know, have you as a mentor or reach out to you once a week or once a month yeah. to kind of bounce off you? Yeah. You can do that these days. That you I th- couldn't I, do that before. No, you couldn't. And But I think with now, with today's accessibility to that, I, I, I honestly think it's, and it's really important. It yeah. doesn't, Again, like you alluded to it before, they need you need to have some resonation with them. Yeah, they need you need to have some some connection with them. They don't necessarily. You might be an an engineer, and that person might be an actor, two completely different fields. But for whatever reason, you gravitate to their life experience yeah. or whatever it is that that offer. It doesn't I have to be in your field. Doesn't have to be in your field. No. So that's what I mean by having a mentor. Um, and if they are an icon or an idol and you're constantly chipping away at them and asking them for help and they never reply, then eventually they'll be like, geez, this guy just doesn't let up. And then they finally get to you. Then yes, a strive. I think strive for that. Um, I think every, I think it's great for people to get a mentor. There's this, there's this 
thing, there's this wave going on around these days where everyone's, you know, got this, you know, uh, it's good, like the whole personal brand thing. Yep. And I think that's great. But there's this, there's, this le- there's this lack of earning your stripes. Yes. And you don't it, build a brand, you earn a brand. Yeah, that's exactly right. You earn a brand. And I think you earn it, you build your stripe. You, you earn your stripes, you build your brand based on learning from other people as yeah. well. And and if that's just brand, it, it could be again, could be anything, whatever it may be. But I I, I would encourage people to seek a mentor, yeah. and I think you just know when you want a mentor. Yeah, uh, it's not like okay, I'm 18, it's time for a mentor. No, no, it's you could be 45 and you want a mentor. 100. percent It's just I, I I think there's huge value. Yeah, in and and I think a message to people who are considering being a mentor, because I will always try and give both sides of a conversation. I think if someone's going to commit to be a mentor, it's a big responsibility. Yeah. And um, and I certainly know your personality. You, you you help as much as you can. I would say to people who are considering being a mentor, if you're going to be a mentor, commit because the person's going to rely on you. Be selfless. Be selfless. I think is very important. Know that they're coming to you for advice and um, be kind. This goes back to our point of being kind and, and just nice. Being empathetic and empathetic. Yeah. You know, this is the whole communicating piece that we're talking about too. But I think a mentor needs to be kind which means sometimes the mentee mentoree sorry yeah might not i wouldn't say like the advice they're getting but it might not be what they want to hear but it yeah. might be something they need to hear yeah and be open to considering yes um but it also i think a mentor needs to be someone who would follow through i'm i've it's by stroke of luck if you believe in it or chance i've reached out to some quite prominent people in the industry mm-hmm. i mean like you know people who have starred in very, I won't say the names of what they are, but if you think of um, production pieces that have been put out that became worldwide phenomenons of, mm-hmm. I'm talking like millions of people reading the books and watching the movies that have come out about these things, I've reached out and people have actually said yes. Wow, amazing. But they haven't followed through. Okay. I've also had people commit to having a call with me and I've gone on because I've looked up to them. I go to do the call and then oh, I forgot about the call. Okay. It's a letdown. Like if you really yeah. want to be a mentor to someone, you've really, you really to got them. to show up because yeah. it's, and I respect everyone's busy. They, they're intense there. They want to help, but then they get caught up in life. Everyone's got their own lives. Yeah. But I think if you are going to be a mentor and I know, you know, it doesn't, it's not a nice feeling to be let down when you want to get a mentor because it's something which is back to my original point going full circle. The young man who's asked you, he's obviously thought about asking you and which is why you kind of alluded at the start. You're like, something's not quite right. Like what? It just wasn't. It just, he he just, just wasn't his normal. He self. wasn't his normal self because it's, was, it's a big nervous. deal. He was like, nervous. Yeah, it's a big deal asking someone to be your mentor, and that's why I respect when someone does that. I'm like respect. Like you've yeah. you seeked out someone to kind of give you advice or assist you or someone to bounce off in your they're, life. They're accepting vulnerability, and as they well. are certainly being vulnerable, asking yeah. for that and yeah. kind of putting their not their growth, but a portion of their growth in your hands a little bit. Yeah. And I think it's important that a mentor is able to commit and follow through Yeah, that. for that reason, a mentor should take, if if you're not quite ready for the task, I think it's okay to say no as well. Yeah, of course. Um, because if just to say yes and then just be, you know, um, I guess non-committal yeah. when, they, when they need you, I think it's a letdown for them. Yeah, and I think that goes back to the whole should should people charge or not? I mean, if I'm in that situation and someone comes to me like that and they've put themselves in a position where they they're working themselves up to ask me a question, say, can I be? Can I have you as a mentor? And and 
they're they're really they've considered who they want to pick that kind of emotion and dynamic to me in that situation i wouldn't want to charge for that yeah which is that's, why i wouldn't want to take the money that's how I because feel. to me it's it's different to a coach yeah you really give it's a re, it's a relationship you're going to have and they're yeah. going to depend on you in ways that are different to a coach yeah to me you know the the dollar point doesn't play into that yeah I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'd agree. It's with different you. if you scale it later on and you get a good result, and then you find four, five, six people a month are asking you, and you're like, "Look, I could actually spend more time doing this," and you turn it into a business later on. It's different. Yeah. But when someone approaches, like if you know, I was in that situation for that reason, it's a gift to be able to mentor, and it's Sweet. a gift to have a ment to have a mentor to mentor and have a mentee a mentee that mentor mentor relationship. Definitely. All right. Sweet. All right, cool. I think, I think that was good. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I hope everybody. Um, I hope we break that down well. If you're a, um, not necessarily mentor, but if you, or I guess if you're a mentor and you and you want to give me advice on um, how you were approached and how by your mentees and and how you go about it, please reach out. Yeah. Um, and if you're a coach of some sort, life life coaches specifically, and um, and you may not agree with something that we might might have said, or you got an opinion on, you know, if we haven't described you in the best light, or if you feel like you guys, there was certainly uh, no intent. There's definitely there's definitely no bad, intent. It's bad it's light. It, it's, again, it could just be. The, I just like to hold people accountable for yeah. their experience. I yeah. think people need to be able to. They need to be the real deal. Yeah, I think the world. Today, and if you if you are the real, this is where I'm getting to. If yeah. you are the real deal. Then kudos to you. Kudos to you. And, and I'm curious I'd love, I'd love, how you go about it. Yeah, how you go about it. And I think uh, I think we're gonna once this before once this episode hits, I'm gonna do a conscious, um, uh, consciously engage with um, uh, coaches yeah. out there and just honestly just pick their brain and and I'd love for um, feedback as well. Yeah. So. Um, Awesome. I think that I think we should uh, uh, wrap this one up. And um, good luck on your journey, by the way. Jeez, <laughs> man, <It's> journey to a river. So honestly, <laughs> the gift that keeps giving since this podcast has started. Yeah. Um, if uh, again, guys, uh, without repeating ourselves all the time, reach out to our socials, DMs, emails, um, yep. Twitter, leave us Instagram, a review Facebook. on Apple Podcasts. And, share, uh, tell a friend. Yeah, share, tell a friend. Uh, that's all also good. Yeah. And uh, thank you. Yeah, thank you very much for listening. If you're still listening, thank you very much. And uh, we'll uh, hopefully keeping you guys entertained from here on in. Cool. Let's Cheers. go and enjoy the weekend. Happy Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good week, everyone. Cheers, See you next episode. See ya. Bye. Bye. gets the value the value out of that i hope you get the value out of it too yeah it was yeah i I was caught me off guard to be honest but i really hope that that guy gets yeah what he um, kudos to him kudos to him switched on young man i think he's picked the right one (laughs) awesome yeah